0: The Myths of Selling to the Government If you're using traditional sales techniques to sell to the government, you're doing it wrong. Rick Wimberly and Lauren Bristow have been selling and marketing to the government for years. Quite successfully, thank you. They're authors of 7 Myths of Selling to Government, available on Amazon. The podcast is brought to you by Government Selling Solutions, a consultancy helping companies sell to the government. Now, here's Rick. Greetings. In the last episode, we were talking about building relationships and commitment in the government market. Now, we turn the tables a bit and talk about making it expensive to terminate the relationship. You've invested in building commitment. You've worked on discovering and nurturing shared values. You've focused on creating clearly recognizable relationship benefits. Now, you want to keep the relationship, right? A way to build deeper relationship commitment is to increase relationship termination cost. That is, ratcheting up the price one would pay for ending the alliance. While this strategy must be used with caution, it can be an effective method for solidifying relationship bonds. In any business relationship, there is a cost connected with ending the association. Sometimes cost is near zero. Sometimes it can be quite high. For example, on the low side, consider the termination cost of let's say, switching toothpaste. I guess some people may defend to the death their choice of brands, but for most of us, there's relatively little pain in switching. The termination costs are very low. And there's relatively little pain Procter & Gamble can inflict should you decide to ditch your tube of Crest for the siren call of a competing brand. On the high termination cost side, Consider Southwest Airlines and its association with Boeing. The whole Southwest fleet is made up of some Boeing variant. Fleet standardization is a fundamental part of their overall business strategy. It allows them to keep costs low. Imagine the termination cost of Southwest switching airplane suppliers. Clearly, relationship termination cost can have a strong impact on relationship commitment. In business, termination costs are frequently contractual, but emotional and psychological termination costs are also very real and very powerful. We're not saying salespeople should invent ways to maliciously punish customers if they try to leave you. Don't do that. Instead, you make sure that number one, the rules of engagement and disengagement are clearly defined for all, and number two, such clear value and problem resolution is delivered that it would be uncomfortable to no longer have access to it. One way to achieve this is through a contract, a formal approach to termination cost management. Take your cell phone provider as an example. If you read the fine print in your contract, you'll see that it allows you to terminate your service before the contract expires. However, if you look very closely, you'll also see there's a rather hefty fee to do it. Unless you're really miffed at the provider, you'll probably just keep the service until the contract expires because the termination costs are too high. No problem with writing these types of clauses into government contracts. If your buyer doesn't like it, they won't be bashful about asking you to remove it. Contracts aside, termination cost as a strategy may not be as tough as you would expect. There are inherent reasons why this is true. Government buyers are very cautious. There's too much at stake for them to be otherwise. Missteps can result in serious consequences. Even loss of, heaven forbid, votes. With so much invested, government buyers do not terminate their relationships lightly. After a quick break, we talk about other ways to increase termination costs, which, by the way, are things you should be doing anyway. Selling to government is not easy, but man, can it be lucrative? The folks at Government Selling Solutions have had lots of success selling to government. They've figured out what really works and what doesn't. They like to help, so they offer sales training, capture team coaching, strategic and tactical planning assistance, and mentoring. Contact Government Selling Solutions, govselling.com. Getting government sold. We're back. Besides writing termination costs into a contract, there are other steps that can be taken. They should be familiar to you, as we've talked about them in earlier episodes. Think about the list of possible relationship benefits we all seek and discussed in Episode 4. Knowledge and expertise, future gain, mutual connection, network access, fame, notoriety, If you've been successful in building any of these elements, and since you've come this far in our journey together, we bet you will be, then the removal of these could carry a certain degree of pain, clearly a termination cost. How would you feel about losing out on knowledge and expertise you've been depending on? What about the future gain you had in mind? Losing connections? No one wants that. Loss of a valuable network? Nope, don't want that either. And you probably don't want to lose your connection to someone who offers fame and notoriety. All termination costs considerations. Yet the most important, go back to where we started. In the first episode, we talked about our biases and beliefs. To refresh, we believe it's our duty to provide products and services that meet expectations set by our customers. So keep your promises. Listen carefully to get to the heart of buyers' needs even when the government processes make listening challenging. Speaking of processes, follow yours. Remember, weak performers hate process. Top performers embrace them. And be patient. Government orders are not going to fall from the sky. It takes time and dedication to staying on your path. Stay true to your beliefs. Look at your contracts. Keep those relationship commitments alive and you've increased termination costs. The fourth strategy for building relationships and commitment, communications, coming up in the next episode. But oh, by the way, we're still on the first myth of selling to government. RFPs drive government business. The reality, as you know by now, it's not RFPs. It's relationships. Stay tuned. Today's episode has been brought to you by Government Selling Solutions. Government Selling Solutions. Getting government sold we <laughs>